$100. While supplies last, don't wait. Come in today. Carol's Furniture, 340 North Main in the heart of downtown Sheridan. Conserve local lands and ranches at SCLP in Bloom. Presented by Sheridan Media, September 10th in the Whitney Center for the Arts at Sheridan College. Learn about the 11,000-year-long history of Native Americans in Yellowstone with archaeologist and author Dr. Douglas McDonald. Enjoy cocktails, hors d'oeuvres, and desserts beginning at 6.30 p.m. Live and silent auction, shotgun raffle, cattle raise, and more at SBLP in Bloom, Saturday, September 10th. RSVP at SheridanCLP.org. The Sheridan Farmer's Market is back for another great season on Grinnell Plaza with local produce, meat, eggs, coffee, baked goods, and outstanding locally handcrafted items. Every Thursday, 5 to 7 p.m., you can find the best our hardworking local producers have to offer. Special thanks to our season sponsor, First Federal Bank and Trust. See you Thursday on Grinnell Plaza at the Sheridan Farmer's Market. And remember, please leave your pets at home. Have you heard? Sheridan's own VacuTech is growing, and they're hiring powder coaters, machine operators, welders, and more. With great opportunities for advancement, working at VacuTech is much more than just a job. It's a career. VacuTech offers outstanding benefits, including comprehensive health, dental and vision coverage, matching 401K, paid time off, and relocation assistance. Not to mention top-notch compensation. For more information and to apply, visit VacuTech's Open Opportunities page on their website. Site at VacuTechLLC.com. Chris Aiden with Hammer Chevrolet, the official first day of fall, September 22nd. That means hunting, travel time with the kids. Make sure your vehicle's tires are in good shape. Bob, bring your vehicle in and we'll help you select the right tires from a host of top tire brands. All our tires come with our price matching guarantee. Provide us with a better price at the time of purchase, we'll match it. If you find a better price within 30 days of purchase, we'll refund the difference. That's how confident we are. You can't beat our tire prices. Call or go online, HammerChevy.com, to schedule your appointment. 107 East Downer. Who's thinking about the final camping trip or drive through the mountains over Labor Day? Hi, this is Matt with Homestar, and we're back with our third gas card sweepstakes. Three lucky winners will each win a $100 gas card from Farmers Co-op, perfect for Labor Day weekend. Just go to the contest page on sharedmedia.com and enter every day through August 31st. Remember, we'll have three winners, each winning a $100 gas card. Good luck from all of us at Homestar Mortgage, the easiest way home. We're locally operated right here in Sheridan, located at 30 Grinnell Plaza. This is Public Pulse, your information and conversation program, brought to you by Elias and Financial. You can voice your opinion by calling 672-KROE. That's 672-5763. Now, your host for Public Pulse, Floyd Whitey. Good morning and welcome to Public Pulse. Now this morning... I am joined by the Museum at the Bighorns Collections Manager, Jessica Salzman, and board member, Becky Spees. Good morning, ladies. Welcome to the show. Morning, Floyd. Thank you for having us. Oh, happy to have you guys here. It's, it feels like it's been forever. Jessica, do you remember the last time you came on? Oh, gosh. I haven't been here for, what, six months, it's maybe? It's been a while. It's been a while. Yeah. Now, uh... How's the museum been been doing in that in that time? I mean, you guys oh. got a lot of programs going all the time. Oh, it's it's been great. Summer's always a busy time at the museum, and we're just always happy to get the community in and to get our visitors that are traveling through. We've had people from all over the world and all over the country, and you know, Longmire days just finished up. Do you guys get a lot of people, like ancillary people, going for visits from Longmire days? 
Actually, we did see a few people on Saturday that had Longmire shirts on, so That's it was fantastic. a great Saturday for us. Yeah, what a <laughs> it's a great event, mm-hmm. and and you know uh, both Buffalo and Sheridan uh, prosper out of that. I think. Oh yeah, yeah. it just brings so many folks into town. Now the board has been searching for a new executive director. How's the search going, Becky? Oh. Yes, thanks for asking. Um, we, you know, we kind of started out the year uh, working with for with our strategic planning uh, for the museum board, and and have been working with Laura Lehan since this last May uh, in search of a new executive director. Um, right now, we have Camden Easterling, who is our interim uh, executive director, and she's been amazing. She's wonderful. Mm-hmm. She works very closely with Jessica, and just we're really really lucky to have that. Um, but Right now, we're just uh, still still looking, still in search of the right person, and and we're excited for the opportunity uh, leader, for the leadership in our museum. Um, we've had a lot of great applicants and uh, steady interest for sure. Oh, so there has been a few candidates who've stepped up. We have, yeah, we mm-hmm. have uh, met with a few, and we're we're still still looking right now. So. Uh, now. I was told that you stepped up as well, Jessica. Oh, you got to do what you got to do. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, how's it been to fill in? I mean, because you've still got your your collections duties, and I mean, there's a lot that goes on. She has absolutely stepped up. We yeah. know we have, we are so happy to have Jessica. <laughs> She's just been amazing. Um, well, it's been really great having uh, Camden there. She's been able to take a lot of the uh, more strictly admin stuff. Uh, to be able to do that because she has more of an experience with that kind of thing while I've been doing more of the programming and membership processing. Uh, It's just kind of what I already did plus. So it's just kind of picking up where I'm I'm needed, which is, you know, the name of the game. Right, right, exactly. Now, um, you know, I'm always talking to you every time you come in here about your job and uh, (laughs) how fascinating it is to to be able to work with some of the the stuff that you do and how you properly handle it. And we've gone over that a lot. Uh, uh, You know, if you're interested in that, check out some past shows because it's a fascinating job. Mm -hmm. And, And it takes a lot. Uh, to handle some of these items. Have you guys received any items lately that really come to mind, like right on the spot where you're just like, wow, this fascinated me? Or... Um, Actually, we if anyone's been in Carol's Furniture in the past few decades, there used to be a bison head that hung in there. And uh, we now have that bison head. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> and I uh, walk by him every day and I say hello. <laughs> uh, and I call him Big Guy. Uh, he doesn't really have a name, but that's just what I call him. And so the, the Carols uh, were very nice to, to donate that. And it was their uh, grandfather who went on a hunt at the Crow Reservation with uh, some friends of his. And he got to keep the head and his Native American friends kept the rest. And uh, so this thing has a great uh, tie up to the reservation, tie to the Carroll family, down to the Main Street business. Uh, so it's it's a fascinating piece. Yeah. And I I love it. Yeah. How do you clean something like that? Very carefully with a low suction vacuum. Oh, really? So you actually do vacuum him out? Uh, yeah. You would have a, a mesh screen and a low suction vacuum. And yeah. Why the mesh screen? Uh, so you don't end up sucking up his hair. Oh, okay. So the hair actually <laughs> sticks around. That makes perfect sense. Now, uh, back to the director job. Uh, I get sidetracked easily. You'll have to <laughs> forgive me. Um, what does the new executive director, uh, <clears throat> what qualifications are needed for that position? Uh, well, um, 
an executive director needs to have great uh, community skills. They need to be able to uh, be able to fit the need of the museum, and every director's position is going to be different. Do you need a director that's going to be strictly admin and fundraising? Do you need them to do programming? Are they also going to have to do collections or exhibits? And so it's about finding what, what works best for you. Yeah. Uh, I would say that uh, for us, we need what what's going to really fit for us is someone who's going to be able to be passionate about the community, passionate about the museum, and share it in history, and uh, just well with others and, and have a great uh, just set of museum skills. Yeah. Uh, just a, a good backbone in the subject that will reinforce everything else that they're trying to do. We're, we're really looking for a strong operations person for our museum that can control, you know, because kind of all those networking connections and, and the inner workings of the museum. Obviously, uh, Jessica does so much with the collection itself. So, so I mean, because they'll end up having to fill in if, if somebody else resigns or somebody calls in sick and we need them. They may have to go help you with uh, some of these items. They may end up having to mm-hmm. lay out an exhibit, things um, like that. With a staff of two, you help with everything. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. Ideally, they'll help with install exhibits. They, if I need help handling an object, they're going to be there. And they're going to have those basic sets of skills or be, you know, know where they can find the information they don't have. Yeah. Yeah, plus uh, they're kind of the the voice of the museum, aren't they? They really are. Yeah, that's the first person you see. You know, they have a, they kind of uh, kind of that public communications. You know, and and really such an important piece. Now, if someone is out there and they're listening and they're like, "Wait, I meet all these qualifications. Mm-hmm. I'm interested. What do they need to do?" Uh, there's actually a link on our webpage at the very bottom to the uh, museum executive director job description with, that will detail the application process. Okay, so just fill out an app. Uh, resumes as well? Or? Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. With now, mm-hmm. Oh, with rev- Yeah, of course. Yeah, especially when you're dealing with, I mean, historical items oh, yeah. like this. This is, I mean, I know I'm, I'm a bit of a history buff, but, but dealing with this kind of stuff, I mean, is no joke. You're holding our heritage in your hands. You know, and and Jessica, I know you take that that very seriously. Oh yeah. So mm-hmm. you need somebody uh, in there who understands, you know, the the severity of that situation as well. And uh, that it's not just history. Uh, and a lot of these things are on loan, aren't they? Um, actually, most of our collection we own. Oh, you actually do. Yes. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. through donations mm-hmm. and things uh, like yes. that. Yes, but we do have things that we are um, have on loan for other museums or for individuals for specific exhibits. Yeah, especially the traveling exhibits. Yes. Because when those show up, you're the one that sets them up, correct? Uh, with the, the museum team, uh, and it's just uh, a group process, but it's my job to make sure that I track their location, put them in the database, all those museum nitty-gritty details. All the fun things, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I actually do love those things. So, right? Yeah. So that's, it's a perfect job. Mm-hmm. Perfect job. All right. Now, you guys have had uh, a lot of community events out there at the museum. Um, Becky, you were telling me you've seen more community support this year. How, how, how's Well, you know, and I've actually only been part of the board since this last fall. So, I, you know, for this last, you know, prior year, I wasn't always there for everything. But, you know, we've just been seeing a real growth and uh, connection with the community. We've been trying to put ourselves out there uh, more to meet people and, and, and you know, want to bring them back to the museum um, just so much. And I think 
we've done uh, you know things events at the Black Tooth Brewery this last mm. uh, summer. Uh, we did uh, a pancake feed you know during Eaton's, which we always do. I think it was our ninth this year. Mm-hmm. Um, we did a golf tournament this year. It was awesome, and the, we had 18 teams. Oh wow! I cannot tell you how wonderful that was. Um, just so great. Um, Teresa Bonnet Nelson kind of helped us with that quite a bit. She's with MC Squared Realty and her partner, Stacy Staben. Um, the ERA team really stepped in and helped us. We just had really good, uh, really good event for that. We were mm-hmm. so happy. 18 with teams. 18 that is teams. awesome. It was great. Yeah, it really was. Um, we've been at Third Thursday all summer. I uh, had a table there uh, just connecting with people uh, so much. Uh, and then we, we had really good feedback for the uh, Wild Gives on July 13th. That is one of my oh, favorite events of the year. Uh, it's it's fairly new. I think they've only been doing it for about three years now. Mm-hmm. But so you guys had a great turnout. We really did, you know. And it just it really touches your heart that people care that much, you know, mm-hmm. to do that. I, I think that's something that. Where, you know, you may not have a lot to give, but every little bit helps. It really does. Oh, help. yeah, absolutely. Appreciate people so much. And the museum with the bighorns, you know, like Jessica mm-hmm. and I have talked about, this is our past, mm-hmm. our local past that, that we're preserving. And we get to go view and, and teach, you know, future generations. Absolutely. Uh, and it, there's something very special, I think, uh, especially for a few of us who like to go into museums. And to be able to see an object, even just view the object, mm-hmm. it makes this visceral connection with mm-hmm. the history itself. Yeah. You know, like this is the gun that shot the bad guy, or because this. You can hear it, but just yeah, it. yeah, mm-hmm. exactly, exactly. Yeah. To actually lay eyes on that object and know that that person used this thing every day, even if it's just something simple, like military buttons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you know, it, a, a military button is a military button. But to the soldier out there on the plains, that was the one thing he had to shine. He put a lot of work into that kind, you know, to make that thing sparkle. And he had to know how to sew it on himself. It, yes, exactly. <laughs> Something that has been lost. I will tell you that. Uh, yeah, we're 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 not. Uh, we don't really sew a whole lot. My father actually taught me how to sew on my sergeant's rank when I got that. So he made me sit down and do that myself. But uh, it's a little piece of uh, Floyd history right there. Mm -hmm. All right. When we return, we're going to continue with the Museum at the Bighorns. This is Public Pulse on 930 KROE and 103.9 FM. Sheridan. At Eliason Financial, money management isn't just about dollars and cents. It's about dreams and opportunities, and more importantly, family. We'll take time to get to know you. Then we'll develop a unique wealth management plan that works hard, just like you. To learn more about who we are and what our wealth management advisors can do for you, visit Eliason Financial online or call 307-672-3010. Securities offered through Royal Alliance Associates, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. 
Now's the time to start those projects you've been dreaming about. Excavation, landscaping, or home improvement. Wagner Ranch Services has the materials. Wagner Ranch Services carries many types of gravel, scoria, topsoil, and landscaping products. Check out Wagner's landscaping display where you can view a variety of landscaping materials that can be picked up from the yard or delivered. Wagner Ranch Services, 13 Industrial Lane, 307-752-2787. Open Monday through Friday from 7 to 5. Hey, it's Autumn, Showtime Morris with Homestar, and we're back with our third gas card sweepstakes. Three lucky winners will each win $100 gas cards Farmers Co-op. Perfect for Labor Day weekend. Just go to the contest page on SheridanMedia.com and enter every day through August 31st. Remember, we'll have three lucky winners, each winning $100 gas cards. Good luck from all of us at Homestar Mortgage, the easiest way home. We're locally operated right here in Sheridan, located at 30 Grinnell Plaza. Remember when your dad used to yell through the bathroom door? Hey, in there, did you fall in? Well, if you actually did fall in, then you might need the calming, health-giving effects you can only get from the health nut. Aisle after aisle of supplements, vitamins and minerals, an all-natural soup, salad, and smoothie bar, as well as a health food grocery and gift shop. So get good with the world. Be happy when you get healthy. And that starts at the health nut in Sheridan's Fifth Street Mall. You want to feel important. You want to be a part of something bigger, something that matters and can help change things. You want to feel like you belong. We know. We felt that way too, and that's why we did something about it. We aren't just Army National Guard soldiers. We're normal people just like you. And together, we can make a difference. Take on your legacy. Visit NationalGuard.com to find out more. At Eliasson Financial, money management isn't just about dollars and cents. It's about dreams and opportunities, and more importantly, family. We'll take time to get to know you. Then we'll develop a unique wealth management plan that works hard, just like you. To learn more about who we are and what our wealth management advisors can do for you, visit Eliasson Financial online or call 307-672-3010. Securities offered through Royal Alliance Associates, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. Good morning and welcome back to Public Pulse, brought to you by our friends out there at Elias and Financial. I'm Floyd Whiting, and this morning I am joined by Museum at the Bighorns Collections Manager, Jessica Salzman, and board member, Becky Spees. Now, right now, through a raffle... You could win a painting by Sam Idings. Did I say that name right? I believe so. Now, why is this raffle being held? It's a fundraiser for museum educational programs, and it will be running through the end of September. And uh, it's just a great way for the community to be able to have a chance to win a great painting and for uh, us to be able to raise not only awareness but funds for our programming. And the painting itself is, is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Uh, beautiful. And, and people can go view this, right, they can Becky? can go see it. Yeah, you can definitely uh, head over to the museum. I think it's is it behind the desk. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's just hanging on the wall there. Just stop by and see that. His work is so wonderful anyways, but this this painting is just beautiful. How big is it? Is it a pretty good size? Um, it's about a foot wide. Uh, so it's it's not massive, but it's it's. I don't think they... Great paintings have to be. Oh, yeah, exactly. I think that yeah. this one's actually just quite beautiful the way, because uh, it's some horses under a 
cottonwood tree. It's called cottonwood shade. Yes. It's and it's just beautiful with beautiful blues and purples and it's it's just lovely. And this gives the community an opportunity to both help their museum mm-hmm. and you get you get a ticket in there. How how much are the tickets? The tickets uh, are what ten dollars each or five for forty. Yes. That's fantastic. Then you can pick those up down at the museum. Mm-hmm. Yes. Have you guys been taking those tickets down to Third Thursdays as you well? You know, we did just this last this last Third Thursday. We have one more Third Thursday on the what is it? The sixteenth uh, is our last Third Thursday for the season. We'll have tickets there. Um, so you can definitely purchase them there, but um, also always up at the museum. Mm-hmm. When are we drawing for this? October 1st. October 1st. All right. The month of Halloween. Yes. <laughs> All right. Now, uh, fall's coming up. You guys usually have some great programs in the fall. What can we expect this coming season? Uh, well, Tidbit's going to be back for our fall season. We're going to have them running through September through December on various topics. Those will be announced probably sometime this week. And uh, then our usual Halloween at the museum. Yeah. And um, History Cemetery tour. Yes, that's coming up um, in early September. Mm-hmm. September 9th. Now, the museum has hosted a few events this summer. One in particular was so successful, it got an encore presentation. Mm-hmm. Jessica, uh, you know, years ago, I met a man who taught me how to flint nest. Mm-hmm. And the whole process fascinated me. And you got to see this happen on a grand scale. Tell me about flint napping up at the museum. Oh, it was great. Uh, we were actually approached by a retired Forest Service uh, archaeologist named Rick Laurent, mm-hmm. and he's just like, I'd love to be able to do this as a program for the museum, and we just jumped at the opportunity because there's a lot of people who are passionate about archaeology, and it's part of Sheridan's ancient history. Yeah. And uh it was just a great opportunity to have people sit and watch someone doing a, cra- a craft that's really timeless. Uh, uh, and we had people there from, like, children up to senior citizens. Uh, it was really an event that everyone could enjoy. And we were really great, really happy that uh, Rick was like, you want me to do it next month? And we're just like, absolutely. Like, yes. Because we had about 20 people each uh, for each event. Oh, and wow. that was a great way to, to, to reach some people that maybe hadn't been up to the, the museum for a while. Right. And that, that's like that interactive history. Right, Absolutely. where we can reach back and we can do something that our ancestors did. Uh, I got to, uh, I, I had the honor to cover a archaeological dig here within somewhere mm-hmm. <laughs> within the area, and this dig has. They were going through, and it looked like he just had a, a handful of little tiny pebbles, mm-hmm. but then he started knocking things away, and he said, "See that one right there, Floyd? That's a flint nap." And mm-hmm. I, yeah. to me. It's just another rock. But to this trained archaeologist, he knew that had been flint napped off of there. Mm-hmm. And 11,000 years oh, ago. Isn't How amazing yeah. is that? Trash is telling. Tra- yes, it is. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, that's what archaeologists are really doing. They're looking through our old garbage. Mm-hmm. And it's just it's so fascinating. And to be able to actually go up to the museum, learn how they did it, and then maybe even apply it yourself. Think about how many kids out there for the rest of their summer were out there trying to flint nap everything, get their hands on <laughs> right? Oh, boy, the interest. You know, even during, down at uh, Third Thursday, people's eyes would just light up. They wanted to come see this event. So it was really exciting to see that. And I was mm-hmm. glad that 
we did have such a good turnout. I think it's just something so baseline. You know, mm-hmm. flint napping was something that was absolutely critical for survival. Mm-hmm. We, of course, lost it, you know, over time. But there are some folks who just, they're artists. Mm-hmm. They and it, it's fascinating to watch them do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if you ever have him back up there, uh, folks, get up there and watch this. It's fascinating to see. Tell me about the, the upcoming Living History Cemetery Tour. What, uh, when's that going to happen and what are we going to see? It's uh, September 9th at 7.30, and just to get it out there now, tickets must be purchased in advance. Uh, they are $25, and again, this is funding museum programming, and they're going to be able to see a first-person interpretation of an actor telling about the life of someone who is buried there, for example, like Henry Coffeen or E.A. Whitney. And they're going to, the actor's going to be speaking as if they are that person. So it's a really interesting perspective to kind of make a, a more a, of a tie between the, the yeah. viewer and history. And so it's going to be a really great program. Now, you've had these before, correct? Yes. You get great turnouts for these programs? The Especially for the Living History Tour, the past few years has been really, uh, has had some really great interest. And so we're really excited to be able to bring it back this year. Now, um, History After Dark, we explore subjects that uh, are rarely brought to light, mm-hmm. pun intended. So, like, <laughs> when when... Is that going to happen next? When are we going to have our next History After Dark? We are looking like it's going to be in October. We're still finalizing the uh, what order we're going to do what, so I don't want to spoil anything. Uh, and so hopefully we're going to get that announced here pretty soon so we can get people back up to the museum for that uh, program. It's $5 for non-members and free for members, so sign up for your membership today. And it's uh, they're just great little accessible lectures about a topic in history that every history buff can really enjoy. And, I mean, what are some of the subjects that we've looked at in the past? I mean, we had, like, the Red Light District. Mm-hmm. Uh, what Votes else? for Women. But, oh, uh, yeah. We had someone do one on Japan. We had uh, one of the ones in the spring was on Henry Burgess, a former attorney general and a World War II veteran. We have done some on some other World War II veterans. Uh, we uh, During November last year, we had... Uh, Donovan Spragan, who did uh, the fur trade in the American bison, oh, which yeah. was fascinating. Yeah, that is fascinating. And uh, we also had uh, the Girl Scouts come in and do a talk about uh, Sheridan County Girl Scouts. And their history. Yes. Uh, which is actually a really rich history. Yeah, they've been here for, since like the 30s, I mean, and they're still going strong. It's still going strong. Oh, yeah. Great little organization over there. Now, uh, we've got a temporary exhibit up there. Oh, yes. I haven't been able to get up there and see it yet, but can you tell me what this is? Uh, it is called uh, An Artist Goes to War, World War One Through the Eyes of George Ostrom. Uh, George Ostrom moved here as an adult, but he lived here throughout his entire life. He, uh, he And when he moved here in the early 19-teens, he decided that he was going to join the National Guard. Sounds great. Then he went down to the uh, Mexican border during the... Uh, that the, that conflict down there, yeah. and then he got sent home in 1918 with the with the National Guard, and within two weeks they were called for federal service in World War One. Uh, 
Ostrom had a fascinating service. He snuck his horse over to France. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Uh, so, uh, but also while Leave he was it to a guy from Wyoming to sneak a horse into France. Yeah, he, he'd managed it. He managed it. They got separated in France, but the he it, the horse got there. Uh, Red Wing had quite the adventure. Um, so. He while he was there, he drew these sketches, and I believe they're on like butcher paper. It's it's not high quality sketch paper. It's it's uh, just what he had, and they're yeah. they're pretty big. Uh, and he drew what he saw, and so it's really, uh, if you look at these, you can see skulls and rats and dead yeah. people and barbed wire and explosions. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's he's incredibly detailed, and that's something that Ostrom was really known for in his work, and is. Later, when he got home, he inked them. Yeah. Uh, his son remembered seeing them being inked at the kitchen table. <laughs> so you get to see eight of these. Uh, we tried to get ones uh, from each of the main battles that he uh, participated in. And uh, you also get to see his bugle from the Army. Because oh, wow. he was the bugler during the Mexican-American War. And also his trumpet that he played later in life. And uh, a helmet with uh, the emblem that he designed for his regiment, which is a bucking horse and rider. Oh, how cool is yeah. that? Mm-hmm. That's fascinating. Yeah, so it's it's a really fascinating exhibit, and just you can stand there for hours and looking at the detail in these drawings. And we're really grateful to the Wyoming Veterans Memorial Museum mm-hmm. for uh, lending us these pieces because they have his entire collection. This is only a sampling mm-hmm. of them. I think we only have about a third of them right now. Uh, and I crammed them in so I could get as many of them as I could. Yeah. It's fabulous exhibit. Yeah. And the pictures are just so detailed. And, and just to look into it, it kind of takes you there, you know, and, and what he must have gone through. But just all of that. Mm-hmm. It's fabulous. Being able to look at something like that, you know, yeah. it's not just visual, but, like, some of us can smell mm-hmm. what's going on, you know, and really How feel it. Have been? Yeah. yeah. Wow. And, I mean, to, to have it on butcher paper, doing yeah. just doing what he does with what he had. Yeah, and it's art can elicit a visceral reaction, and soldier art is really one of the most visceral types in, in my experience. And uh, this, this is really a Sheridan and a Wyoming treasure of soldier absolutely, art. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, this, this is a jewel. And, and, you know, it was probably one way that he tried to process what was going on in front of him. Yeah, that wouldn't surprise me at all. Yeah, that it was almost like a therapy it's for him. Personal. In a way. Yeah, internal, and he's, here he is sharing it with us, aren't we lucky? Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and years later we're able to sit down and look at that. And, you know, I wonder sometimes, did he know yeah. that, you know, he would be teaching lessons? Yeah, mm-hmm. to hear the history of it, but to be able to see the picture, it's almost like you drink it in so much more and you can really feel it, Yeah, what he was going through. Yeah. What a fascinating exhibit. i got to get up there and see this. Yeah. That sounds beautiful. Uh, ladies, oh. thank you so much. Uh, would you, uh, yes, go for it real yes. quick. Make a plug for me. Quick plug here. We are having a, an event this, this fall here on October 1st. It is going to be called It's Fall, Y'all. Fall Festival at the museum, so it's going to be from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. We're going to be having just all fall-focused vendors, uh, activities, food trucks, and music, and this is a free event. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, so this is going to really, be big. We Yeah, we want to make this, hopefully, if it goes well, we want this to be an annual event, and we're going to have everything from pumpkin painting contests for the kids. We're going to do some cornhole contests. We're going to... Um, you know, have baked goods. We're going to do a pie walk. 
Ah, those are always so fun. We're looking for donations also for pies. If anybody is a baker out there, we sure could use your help. So contact the museum uh, if you wouldn't mind. Um, Also, if there's any vendors that would like to be part of this, please, please contact us. We'll be look for more uh, more advertisements out there, but just wanted to make sure that I let you all know this one. Absolutely. So we're looking for pies and we're looking for vendors. Yes. All right. And all I got to do is contact the museum. Contact mm-hmm. the museum. And Jessica, real quick, uh, where do I go online to do that? Uh, well, you can reach us out through our Facebook page and also find our email address through our website. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Public Pulse on 930 KROE and 103. Point nine FM. Share. At Eliasson Financial, money management isn't just about dollars and cents. It's about dreams and opportunities, and more importantly, family. We'll take time to get to know you. Then we'll develop a unique wealth management plan that works hard, just like you. To learn more about who we are and what our wealth management advisors can do for you, visit Eliasson Financial online or call 307-672-3010. Securities offered through Royal Alliance Associates, Inc., Member FINRA, SIPC. Having your own business can be overwhelming. Parker Mellinger can make your life easier with payroll preparation, accounting, and tax services. Our fixed price agreement is set according to your needs and features unlimited phone calls and meetings for one monthly fee. Choose only the services you need, and we will tailor them to fit your business. Call today to see how we can provide you with cost-effective solutions. Parker Mellinger, 1811 South Sheridan Avenue in Sheridan. Sheridan Orthopedic Associates continues its over 50-year tradition of surgical excellence in Northeast Wyoming and Southern Montana with the addition of Dr. Jory Wasserberger, a Wyoming native and fellowship trained at the Mayo Clinic in Orthopedic Sports Medicine. Dr. Wasserberger joined a team of highly rated surgeons providing spine, sports, hand, hip, knee, and shoulder surgery, joint replacement, and more, including emergency care 24-7-360 five days a year. Visit us at SheridanOrtho.com to learn more. Preserve and tell stories of our local history at SCLT in Bloom. Presented by Sheridan Media, September 10th at the Whitney Center for the Arts at Sheridan College. Learn about the 11,000 year-long history of Native Americans in Yellowstone with archaeologist and author Dr. Douglas McDonald. Enjoy cocktails, hors d'oeuvres, and desserts beginning at 6.30 p.m. Live and silent auction, shotgun raffle, paddle raise, and more at SCLT in Bloom, September 10th. RSDP at SheridanDLT.org. Chris Hayden from Hammer Chevrolet. Summer heat is here. It certainly is, Bob. Is your vehicle's air conditioning system keeping you cool? If not, why wait until you and the family are hot and uncomfortable on vacation to have it serviced? Call Hammer Chevrolet today for an appointment. We have the latest air conditioning service equipment, and our factory-trained technicians can get the interior of your vehicle cooled down quickly. Don't suffer in your car. Get your AC service today at Hammer Chevrolet, 107 East Townsend, online, hammerchevy.com. 
Moss Holders Design Center is here to help you create a space that you'll love. If you're relocating, remodeling, or just refreshing your home, Moss Holders' talented design team can help you through the process. With free in-home consultations, Moss Holders will be able to find the furniture and finishing touches that work best with your space, your lifestyle, and your budget. So if you want to change the look of just one room or furnish an entire home, Moss Holders designers can get it done. Moss Holders, furniture is our passion. Good morning and welcome back to Public Pulse, brought to you by our friends out there at Elias and Financial. I'm Floyd Winding, and joining me for the second half of the show this morning is the Executive Director of Sage Community Arts, Miss Jill Benson. Good morning, Jill. How are you? I'm fabulous, Floyd. Thanks for having me. <laughs> You're always great having us. You know, it's, it's the attitude. It's, it's it the is. fantastic attitude that you've always got whenever you come in here. One of my favorite guests. You just got back from an amazing exhibit down in Denver. Uh, art, you know, you're one of those people where I can literally say art is your life. Yes. And and this thing that going on down in Denver, uh, we don't want to give them too much promotion, but I mean, no. it, it was a very immersive and and it's just a, a once in a lifetime experience it it really was it was so fun to be 100% immersed in it and my husband and I weren't you know we knew kind of what we were going into and then you know coming from some gallery experience walking in we're like okay do we how do we experience it first we're kind of looking and then we just got to start seeing all the different rooms and there was the one that like changed our mind it it was this there's this wall, this glowing red light underneath it, and it looked high enough you could crawl under it. And we're like, I think, I think you're supposed to. <laughs> so we were on <laughs> hands and knees crawling into the art to be part of it, and we were literally immersed in this uh, 3D uh, diorama thing going on. We're like, oh, this is how we do it. And I'm, we, I think we saw majority of the rooms, but there's little, little parts that I know we missed, little secrets within there, which is so exciting in which – you know, kind of thinking that to the art that I have at the gallery, it's like there's, I know there's pieces, there's strokes, there's little messages put into the art that the artists have put in that maybe we've missed, even though we look at them time and time again. They've spent so many time, so much time like creating that movement, creating that, that shadow or how they form the sculpture. It's like, what did I miss? What finger mark am I not yeah. seeing that adds to that next level? And so getting to immerse in that was just so much fun and, you know, in Denver in itself was really great to see everything else. We got to the Denver Art Museum and then there's this amazing cool district, Rhino, the uh, River North, it's just murals everywhere. So wow. it was this outdoor immersive experience and I'm like, we need to get some murals up in Sheridan. Like, right. Wouldn't that be great? I, I would so love great. to see that. And it was so great how it played into all the businesses, too. It was completely a community feel. They had really high-end businesses there, ones that, you know, Patagonia and stuff that we all know and love. <clears throat> Excuse me. But the <clears throat> the murals just fit so well. They were wild and all over the place, but they, you know, the, the artists seemed to work with trying to experiment with some themes and some different ideas going on. Yeah, and and I'll tell you what, folks. If if you like this idea of immersive art, this this idea of, of a big art celebration, the fourth annual Celebrate the Arts is set to light up Sheridan County with four days of dynamic events from August 25th through the 28th. Jill, for those who may not know what this is, uh, what is Celebrate the Arts and why do we hold this event? 
so this event has it's one of those that shows the community has wanted it and it's grown from you know it was originally where we celebrated the new sculptures coming in but because of that excitement the other organizations want to do part of it and we wanted it to grow and so now it's this beautiful collaborative endeavor from so many of our organizations galleries theaters residencies museums coming together to promote um what we do each and every day but in a concentrated form so people can uh, we can see the art tourism of what's going on right here at the foot of the big horns and so we get to see um as you said it's an immersive experience so we get to have sages hosting art alley so we'll have artists there doing demos there'll be vendors selling we have some beverages and so you get to be there talk with the artists experience it and that day we'll have um the U-Cross and the Colleger hosting one of their fellows will be doing a reading. And so, again, getting to interact with the artist, hear their, their writings and what they work through. Um, and going into the Wild Theater, we'll be having their event, Linda Kay. She sounds phenomenal. If you have not seen her post, Love her style, too. <laughs> oh, man. And I just learned that they are doing a giveaway of uh, an amazing guitar. They have confirmed oh, wow. it will be... Um, giving away a Martin special with travel case. And so purchase your tickets now and then be able to be entered for that. And Saturday is a huge day. It's the um, Britons hosting their quick draw event. Again, uh, plain air where they're painting out in the open on the Brinton grounds, seeing what's right in front of them. But the, that's part of the quick draws. You get to go out and talk with the artists, watch them doing the painting, seeing what they're painting, and then write to the canvas and how they're transposing that, how they're seeing that vision come to life on their canvas. And that evening they're then having um, their dinner, quick draw, dinner, an auction. So that, that is a ticketed event. But also the um, the college is then hosting uh, John Roberts uh, and... Oh, Blanco, I believe is there. They are um, a kind of a salsa fusion kind of group, so their concert's that nice. But throughout the day, there's going to be some uh, free salsa classes. Oh, fantastic. Um, <laughs> yes, yeah, so that one will be really fun. And then wrapping up the weekend on Sunday will be U-Cross hosting their um, music festival out in their park area with their headliner of Jalon Crossland, and they will have – food vendors and one of their fellows is making um some uh, memorial or yeah uh, gift, uh, postcards kind of little paintings for that specific event they had an art giveaway last year which was so successful they now have to recreate some art <laughs> to <mail> give away. <laughs> that's great yeah now, that so when it comes to art alley we talked about talking mm -hmm. to the artists as they're working this isn't just an observe type activity is it mm -hmm. these artists are expecting you to say how why when did this come to you uh, why are we painting it this way they're looking for questions they want the questions they want to show i mean they've put their heart and soul into this craft this creation this uh, livelihood that uh, has taken years for them to cultivate and now they want to share not only do they want you to buy their, you know, build a piece of work that they've made, they want you to know the whole story that went into it, why they did that shape, why they chose those colors, why they 
that particular subject matter speaks to them. They want to share what they're going because, you know, talking to a lot of my collectors, um, the reason they buy a piece 75% of the time will be because of that connection they've made with that artist. So you're going to make this connection. You'll feel maybe it's something that kind of draws your eye, but the more you talk to that artist, you're like, I, I get this. This story now connects to me on some level maybe I didn't realize yeah. before. And so that's exactly what we get to do with Art Alley. And it's so exciting because this week and the Sage Member Gallery, we're turning over all the work. It's an all brand new work will be in there. And um, many of the artists that will be there are Sage members. And so we'll have fresh work in the member gallery once again so many of them love to share their stories it's um, i was away last week when they were dropping it off but it's always such a fun time for them to bring in their new work for that reason like this is something i was trying this week this this is something a little different for me you know i wanted to see and so then they're so excited to share their new step in the journey or something they've gone back to after trying something new those new techniques have come back to them to their old techniques like actually you know this subject matter I was working on I now see how I can move it forward or uh, I'm, I'm taking a rest from that one and going this way and it's so exciting to see the the renewed light in their eyes of what they get to create and that they have a platform to share it in is so much fun now I, when it comes to artists trying something new have you mm -hmm. noticed that uh, it's something that is almost needed to keep trying new things or have you seen a lot of artists who say, you know what, this works, so I'm sticking with it, I'm just going to do this. What do you see more? I see, I kind of see both, really. There, um, You see those who do find what works from and it's going, but they still will take breaks from that just to kind of, so they don't want it to get stale, so they will step back. They don't stop it. But they try something new, kind of just like if you've been working, you stand up and do some stretches. So they, they do some, they'll go do our life drawing classes just to start doing some figurative stuff, but then go back into their either abstracts or uh, landscapes that they've been working on just to, just to try something different. Or they'll even go back to a basics class just to make sure that what they're doing yeah. Like if it's starting to be just a little, little off, maybe it's, they just need a refresher and just to be like, I do know what I'm doing because there can be a time if there's um, maybe it's not their work's changed. It's the economy that's changed. Uh, How much it's, things are selling or whatnot. They're like, it's been really great. Things are going awesome. And then it's kind of just stops all of a sudden. That can feed in and kind of be shocking to anybody. And so once they're able to then go back to some of those basics, like I do know what I'm doing. I, things are yep. okay. And then, then we can get some conversations going of like, it's just the economy. Nobody's selling right now. And then, whoop, all of a sudden they have sold. And it's like, okay, we're, we're back to it. But I think a lot of your kind of mid-tier who are trying to go from beginner making that transition to um, mid-level to high-level artists that want to take that plunge to become a full-time artist, they will experiment a, a lot to see what they feel confident to make that full. They will try many, many things. If they're going to make that big leap, they want to have a solid foundation. They want to have a solid tether to be able to jump into that next thing for sure. And, you know, so many artists out there would love to say, you know what, the day job is done. Now I need to focus on just my art. Uh, but 
like you said, you know, the economy's up and down. Uh, sometimes the style doesn't hit right for an area, or they're trying to market in the wrong wrong area, mm-hmm. and it's just not going well. I mean, w- w- if there was one thing that you could tell an aspiring artist who's looking to try and ditch that day job and just focus on art for life, what would that be? I think it's finding your personal brand with it. It's like how um, – and realizing that you're not selling out. If you start to sell something that's really selling, you're making money. You're you're funding your business so that you can keep going and then you can be a little more experimental. Be open to who you're willing to sell to. There might be a niche that you want. You're like, these are the people I want to sell to. If you haven't quite got there yet but you're selling around it, that's okay because you're you're funding yourself. The worst thing any not just an artist but anybody can do is get so in debt that you're not focused in on the creation, the the inspiration, the moving forward. So if you can continue to do some sales, but then to show a lot of it is once your story's out there, once you've made that connection with people, then you're starting to get your group, you're starting to get your uh, consumers of your art because. You know, people are a community being, and so once they made that connection with you, that's how they want to. That's what they want. They want to have a piece of you, and if you're willing to give that, that's where you go. So if you can, you know, make videos or even um, some sort of tutorial or way of like little interviews, little quips, just to make that next personal connection with somebody, even if they're far, far away, they've made that connection with you. Yeah. There's a gal across sees that just the way that she does her paintings, they're very short videos, but you just feel immersed in the paintings with her. And I follow her. I look for her new posts every single day to see what next painting, what next stroke she's looking to do. And they're just, they're quick, but they, the way she films them, it feels like I'm pouring the paint with her, doing the brush stroke. And we're miles, seas away, but I feel that connection. I want to want to dive in more to her. That's fascinating, the, yeah. the way that artists are using this new media mm-hmm. to help make that connection with uh, the people who appreciate what they do. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's absolutely fascinating because it does make it personal, doesn't it? I mean, like if I watch a video uh, of an artist create something and then I buy it, it almost seems like... Like, we have a connection, but it's almost like a secret, you know? Exactly. And, and I'm, I know that sounds really weird because everybody gets to watch the video, but we got a secret because I'm the one who owns it. Exactly. No, that, that's so true that you get to, you've got to see where it, the starting points, you know, the inside of it. You're like, it's kind of like your inside joke, your inside, like, yeah, I know secret something. handshake. Yeah. It's like, this is <laughs> our thing, and it's, it's totally what it is. And so, Exactly. Embracing the new media to show your personal media, I think, is really is what's going to help connect us. If we're in this digital age, we're not really turning back from it. So embrace it. Do it the right way to get your voice out there so everyone can uh, appreciate the craft that you're really working into. Jill, i got to come back to this. Um, When um, we've got got a tributary symposium for the arts i've only got one more minute left when is this happening because we've got the celebrate the arts coming up this weekend and then tributary symposium for the arts yeah that will be october 7th so you'll be hearing more about that then it's a one-day event it is 75 dollars tickets are available on uh, stage's website artinsheridan.com but it's a day of discussions of 
gallery management, IP contracts, how to take the plunge to become a full-time artist. It's a day of really great discussions, interactive, uh, that any art lovers or artists can participate in. Fantastic. Jill, thank you so much for oh, coming in. Thank you so uh, much. It always feels like we run out of time so <laughs> quick. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this has been Public Pulse on 930 KROE and 103.9 FM. Sheridan. People, our focus is on you, your needs, and your goals. You won't be plugged into a one-size-fits-all model. This is Jeff Tomlinson, financial advisor and branch manager at People. We practice a service model where our clients can share their vision and ask questions. Regardless of your situation, our guidance is driven by your investment needs. Call us at 307-672-3434 to talk about your financial goals. Stiefel Nicholas and Company Incorporated, member SIPC and NYSE. I'm here with Candace Crane from Sheridan Honda. Tommy, hi. Summer is flying by. Fall is just around the corner. And now is a great time to get your vehicle serviced before that last summer trip and sending your kids off to school. Good thinking. I don't own a Honda, though. Can I still get it in for service? Absolutely. Sheridan Honda services all makes and models. And the best part is... You don't have to wait to get your car serviced with us. No way. I can get it in right away? That's right. And we even wash your car for you with every service. Schedule your service today at SheridanHonda.com. Are you ready for a new career? Your locally owned McDonald's in Sheridan, Buffalo, and Gillette is in search of crew members and shift managers. Owner, Larry Storrow. Bob, one of the many benefits of working for McDonald's is our tuition assistance programs. You can earn a college degree through Colorado Technical University with 100% of your tuition covered. Or you can earn up to $3,000 in tuition assistance for Sheridan. College or the University of Wyoming. Come in and we'll explain all the details. If you need your high school diploma, McDonald's will assist with that as well. Join the McDonald's team today. McDonald's working to brighten your future. Have you heard? Sheridan's own VacuTech is growing and they're now hiring part-time workers as well. Open positions include powder coating, welding, general labor, and more. VacuTech is offering relocation assistance and weekend premium pay. This is the perfect opportunity to make extra money or even make a great living with plenty of time off, just in time for camping season. For information and to apply, visit VacuTech's open opportunity page on their website at VacuTechLLC.com. The Sheridan Farmer's Market is back for another great season on Grinnell Plaza with local produce, meat, eggs, coffee, baked goods, and outstanding locally handcrafted items. Every Thursday, 5 to 7 p.m., you can find the best our hardworking local producers have to offer. Special thanks to our season sponsor, First Federal Bank and Trust. See you Thursday on Grinnell Plaza at the Sheridan Farmer's Market. And remember, please leave your pets at home. If you want to know what's going on in Northeast Wyoming, you need Sheridan Media News. And Sheridan Media has the most news people of any radio station in the state, including Ron Richter in Sheridan, Aaron Palmer in Buffalo, Kevin Coyle on state news and sports, and our local talk show, Public Pulse with Floyd Whitey, plus history and more from Cynthia Van Oy and Claremont. It's the most awarded news team in the state of Wyoming. Sheridan Media. We do news. From the Wyoming Corporate Office Studio on 103.9 FM and News Talk 930. K-R-O-B, Sheridan.